Welcome back, everybody. Hershey announced their Q4 earnings last week, and I have to admit that it's making me reevaluate my opinion on their outlook, especially for 2024. And I wrote about this at length in my newsletter yesterday, and I'm making a video about it today. Now, as you probably remember, Hershey was one of my top four stock picks to outperform this year. So in this video, we're gonna break down what they announced in their quarterly earnings last week, why I had them as a top pick for 2024 to begin with, and why my outlook has changed for Hershey in 2024 and beyond. Now you guys can probably tell that my voice is a little messed up. I'm still dealing with some congestion or whatever I got going on. We're gonna power through though, because this is an important video, because based on what Hershey announced at earnings, I'm actually going to be trimming or probably completely getting out of my Hershey's position, and I wanted to explain to you guys why. And since I originally picked Hershey as one of my companies to outperform in 2024, I wanted to make sure that I went over this with you guys in detail first before I did anything, just because I think that's fair and as transparent as I can possibly be. I don't think it'd be cool to be like, hey, this is a top pick for 2024. Their earnings call changed my mind, so I'm just gonna sell and I'll tell you about it later. Like To me, that didn't really fly. So we're gonna talk about it first and I'll go through the details of why and I think it'll make sense as to why, at least for me, it probably doesn't make sense anymore. But let's get to what they announced and you'll see what I mean. Now, Hershey announced the following for Q4 2023. They had net sales of $2.6 billion, a 0.2% increase year over year, net income of $349 million, which was an 11.5% decrease year over year, and then adjusted earnings per share of $2.02, which was roughly flat year over year. Now, in terms of their full year 2023, they missed on sales, but they hit on earnings per share. Net sales were up 7.2% versus their 8% guidance, and adjusted earnings per share growth was 12.6% versus their 11 to 12% guidance. So even with the disappointing Q4, they still did pretty good for the year, especially with outpacing earnings per share guidance, which I would argue was slightly more important than the fact that they missed sales. Plus, they announced two other things that investors like. They increased their dividend by 15%, their second increase in less than a year. And part of the reason they did that is because they're actually going to shift from now announcing their dividend increases at the beginning of the year instead of at the middle of the year like they used to do. And they also announced an additional $500 million allocation for share buybacks that was approved, which combined with the $370 million that was still left from the previous authorization means that they have almost $900 million authorized to buy back shares. And Hershey said they expect to double their share buybacks in 2024 to reduce the total number of shares by about 1%. So even though Q4 earnings weren't great, their performance for the full year of 2023 was actually pretty good. They had a really big dividend raise and they're buying back more shares. So normally that would be stuff that I would really celebrate. But I wasn't, and it was mainly because of Hershey's prospects going forward. They also announced the following full year guidance for 2024. Net sales growth of 2 to 3%, and adjusted earnings per share growth of 0%. Now, anytime you see 0% earnings per share growth, it's not great, but especially when you compare it to their original forecast at last year's Investor Day. They had net sales growth of 3 to 4%, and adjusted earnings per share growth of 7 to 8%. Now, obviously, updating a forecast that's over a year old is not an uncommon thing, especially when you consider the changes to Hershey's cost that we'll talk about a little bit more in a minute. But the disappointing part was that it was quite a bit lower than even analyst expectations were, because Goldman Sachs was one of the ones on the lower end, and they still expected a 0.8% earnings per share in 2024. 
And even now, the consensus is just over 1%. So Hershey coming in at 0% in their forecast, including any share buybacks that they're actually going to do, is a little bit concerning. And here's the main issues that they're dealing with and why they lowered their guidance by so much. Now, first, cocoa prices. Now, this isn't really anything new as cocoa prices has been a big catalyst for Hershey since the middle of last year. And it's something that we've talked about multiple times on this channel already. But while cocoa prices were at 50-year highs at the beginning of January, they've only gone even higher, and now with more uncertainty than they had before. Hershey and other chocolate makers have had a long-standing back and forth with West African cocoa farmers, where 75% of the world's cocoa comes from. And I won't act like I fully understand all the details and history of this, but it's basically the sellers trying to earn a decent living and the buyers trying to get the cheapest price possible. But in addition to that, weather-related issues have impacted cocoa crop yields, which means less supplies available, so higher prices happen. Now, people are talking about how El Nino, which is a term that I hadn't actually heard in a while, is causing drier temperatures in West Africa, and some predict that it's going to be an ongoing problem as weather patterns are changing. And again, I'm not going to act like I'm an expert in this arena either, or to know how true or not true that is, but what I do know is that Hershey's ability to get cocoa at decent prices has more uncertainty now than it did before. So any issues related to costs, especially around cocoa, at least so far, are getting quite a bit worse as opposed to getting better. And if we look at their salty snacks category, this is one that Hershey's mentioned as a long-term growth opportunity for the company. In Q4, salty snack sales fell off a cliff because volume was down over 26% in the quarter. Now, they did expect a double-digit decline for salty snacks in Q4, mainly because they had seen a deceleration of growth and they were implementing their new ERP system, which caused them to stop advertising and promotion at least for a couple months. But still, 26% is quite a bit worse than double-digit. And probably most concerning, they don't expect it to get better until Q3 or Q4 of 2024 at the earliest, assuming that the actions that they took will actually work. And this is a good example of something that I've talked about in the past. Markets can price good news or bad news, but what they don't like is uncertainty. Hershey's earnings introduced more uncertainty into two critical areas of their business the outlook on cocoa prices, and the growth prospects of their salty snacks segment. So while a 15% dividend raise and increase in share buybacks are great, the overall outlook for Hershey's in terms of their future prospects look worse after earnings than they did before. So then, why did I pick it as a top stock for 2024? Let's actually go back to that video and see what I said. Now, Hershey did about $300 million in share buybacks over the past year or so. And that's something that I would expect to ramp up in 2024 as their free cash flow becomes higher and their share price is at attractive levels. They even discussed that possibility in their last earnings call. And obviously, share buybacks help improve overall earnings per share. So again, it's a lever they can use to meet expectations going forward, even if they have slowing sales. And let's talk about what those expectations are. In March of 2023, Hershey said they expect 7 to 8% earnings per share growth in 2024 and 2025. But since then, with everything that's gone on in the market and the increase in commodity prices, pretty much every analyst expects them to revise that number down in their next earnings call. So if you look at the analyst expectations now, the consensus is at 5.15% for 2024. And Goldman Sachs has it as low as 0.8% in 2024. 
And if we take a look at their valuation metrics real quick, we see that their PE ratio is at the lowest levels it's been in 10 years. So really the main question is, how confident do you feel in their continued revenue and earnings per share growth versus what the expectations are? Now, obviously there are some legitimate concerns there, but at a minimum, I would expect a reversion to the mean for Hershey as it relates to PE ratio at the absolute least. But overall, I think there's likely a chance for a lot more than that once cocoa prices come down and share buybacks start ramping up again. So to me, the sell-off in Hershey is overdone, their headwinds are a bit overblown, and they have more than a few levers to pull to beat expectations, which are pretty low right now. Plus, let's not forget that Hershey's is a wide moat business with brands that people love, so I think they're going to have a really good 2024. So one of the things that I talked about came true, and that's Hershey's is ramping up share buybacks in 2024, but the other parts of my expectations were off. Hershey's earnings per share guidance wasn't better than analyst expectations. It was actually lower than expectations. And I still agree that it's a question of how confident we are in their ability to beat earnings expectations, but they've already kind of killed that with their forecast because they've already dropped their EPS guidance down to 0% for the year, and that includes the increased buybacks. And then lastly, I said that I thought headwinds were overblown, and I expected cocoa prices to come back to somewhat normal levels. And it's been the opposite with no clear resolution in sight. So I was just wrong on that assumption, at least up to this point. There's really no other way to say it. But let's take a look at how I broke down Hershey in my recent video about how it fits my strategy and what I monitor going forward. So in terms of how Hershey meets my criteria, it's yeses across the board. But the things that really stood out to me was the consistency of their revenue and cash flow growth and their strong dividend growth history, which actually seems to be accelerating. But I think Hershey is a great example of how we can't just look at past data of what a company used to do and say, oh, wow, they're really cheap now. Because if you look at Hershey's recent revenue growth, it's over 10%. But if you compare that to their five-year averages, which are lower, and then more importantly, their forecast for the future, it's only 3 to 4%. And now if you look at the impact of the cost of rising cocoa and sugar, you can see that just expecting it to go back to all-time highs because it dropped really makes no sense. And that doesn't mean that I'm down on Hershey. I mean, obviously I hold it in my portfolio and I had it as one of my top four picks for 2024. But it was more about operational efficiencies, the potential for buypacks, and some reversion to the mean from a price perspective as opposed to increasing revenue growth. So when we talk about my story for Hershey, they're a consistent performer with strong brands that give it pricing power, with the potential opportunity for growth with salty snacks and maybe even international. They have good margins and cash flow generation compared to their peers, and they've invested in more capacity that should increase their efficiency going forward. But they have input costs that are rising and not clear on when they're going to come down, plus the current sentiment and expectations around the company are pretty low. So in terms of what I'm monitoring for Hershey, Overall, net sales or revenue growth, are they meeting or exceeding expectations? Is cash flow growth still steady? Are margins staying above their peers or even improving? And is their dividend growth story intact? And this is a critical point. Like Hershey was never going to be some high growth company. What attracted me to them was their consistent growth and increasing cash flow that they turned into double digit dividend growth. So when you combine that with a 30% sell-off in 2023 and what I thought would be an easy year for Hershey to beat low expectations in 2024, they seem like an attractive opportunity, even if their overall growth prospects were slowing. Because by their own admission in their investor day last year, they only expect 2-4% to revenue growth long-term with 6-8% to earnings per share growth. 
So while they've been a double-digit revenue grower in the past, they definitely don't expect that for the company in the future. Still, I thought that they would stay closer to their original 7-8% to earnings per share growth guidance for 2024, and they definitely didn't do that. So what does this actually mean? With every stock that we own, it's important to monitor, especially after earnings, so that we understand when things change that go against our own personal goals and strategy. So at a minimum, anybody with Hershey in their portfolio should evaluate if their business outlook still makes sense with what you're trying to accomplish. If you're planning to hold it long term as a dividend growth company that provides sustainable income, there's probably much to do but wait, because these are items that you can monitor over a longer period to see how they evolve. They just announced an out-of-cycle 15% dividend raise, which signals strength and confidence in the long-term cash flow generation for the company. Doubling their approved buyback allocation is also a positive sign. So if you're looking to add dividend growers for income and don't have any specific goals with growth or beating the market, seeing how they ride out these issues probably makes sense, especially if you believe that cocoa prices will normalize at least at some point. But now, if you're expecting Hershey to outperform in 2024, it's probably time to reevaluate how well the company aligns with your overall goals. Maybe even plan to lock in some profits if you have some already. Because even with the low expectations, I think it's going to be hard for Hershey to outperform in a year where they plan to double their amount of share buybacks, but still only achieve 0% earnings per share growth. Expectations are low, though, so they probably are due for some reversion to the mean in terms of price. But from a fundamentals perspective, Hershey is worse after earnings than it was before earnings, at least to me. So in terms of what I'll be doing, I'll be at least trimming, but I'm most likely going to be selling out of my Hershey position altogether. Now, since I had it as a top pick for 2024, I'm letting you guys know what I'm doing ahead of time before I do anything, because I think that's only fair if you added Hershey's to your portfolio based on my analysis. But I'm letting you know right now, and I'll probably be taking action on it maybe tomorrow, but most likely on Wednesday, and I'll probably be getting out of my full position. And just to review, here's exactly what's different now that changed my outlook on them. Because cocoa prices are at all-time highs and growing rapidly with increased uncertainty with the ongoing weather issues, adding to the existing challenges of the ongoing negotiations with cocoa farmers. Salty Snacks volume growth was well below even their own pessimistic predictions of negative double-digit in Q4, with uncertainty around when or if it's going to improve. Their 2024 guidance came in lower than analyst expectations. I expected it to come in quite a bit higher. And Hershey's forecast now includes 0% earnings per share growth in 2024, including the increased share buybacks that they plan to do. The bottom line is that the increased uncertainty in Hershey's business just really isn't worth the risk first reward, at least to me, based on their own long-term growth projections. I just feel like my money could be better invested in something else, and so that's what I'm going to look to do. Now, can I actually be wrong about this? The short answer is, of course I can. If cocoa prices suddenly start coming down, Hershey's stock will likely go up. If they start getting growth back in other areas of their business, their stock, again, will likely go up. And the fact that Hershey's down 30% already from the highs of last year, just general reversion to the mean or technical signals can push it higher since it's been down for so long. There's no question that those things can happen and in some cases still happen in 2024. But for me, the risk versus reward and just the general probability wasn't worth it to wait. Because I look at the best case scenario as Hershey can shoot up in price, but they still have low to mid single digit growth prospects going forward. In the worst case scenario, the price continues to drop if cocoa prices or sales get worse than originally expected. So again, it depends on what you're looking for in a company and what you expect out of them. 
and after earnings, I just don't think that Hershey fits anymore, at least for me. But if it still does for you, that's great. So what do you guys think about Hershey and their earnings call? Do you think I'm overreacting? Is it something that you're still planning to hold? Let me know down in the comments below. Now, if you guys want to see what I monitor for each one of the stocks in my portfolio, click on this video right here. Hope you guys have a great day out there. Financial independence is true freedom. So keep building and stacking wins. And I'll see you in the next one. Peace.